Hey, it's the real deal. This is Hear My Take. I had to get in my bag. I had to get in no cap. I had to get in my bag. When I pull up real fast. Yo, what is up, y'all? This is Hear My Take with The Real Deal. This is episode three. I'm glad y'all are listening to the podcast. I've been checking out the uh, numbers, trying to see who's listening, and I'm excited to say that people are actually hearing the podcast. So let's go and let's get right into today because today I have something I really want to talk about, and it's something that kind of reigns true to me and what I've gone through and experienced, and that is failure, but more so the fear of failure. And the reason I want to talk about the fear of failure, because I believe it holds back so many of us. Uh, For me in my life, I've noticed that most of my failures have ended up turning into my best successes. Um, What I think about when I was younger in elementary school, there's so many, I mean, like, there's so many different things you can think about here. Like, if you're scared to fail, quit. That's what I'm telling you right now. If you are scared to fail, get over that mentality, because that mentality is not going to get you anywhere. It is okay to fail because really the fear is way worse than what your failure will be. That's something you have to remember and that's something you need to put down, write write it down right now. I'll say it again. Your fear is worse than what the failure will be. Trust me, no matter what, that fear will hold you back farther than whatever your failure may be. And when I think about fear of failure, I just, I, I look, I take it back to my elementary days. Um, I remember being on the swing set. I don't know if this is just me, but when we were out at recess, everybody wanted to play the game of who can jump the farthest off the swing set when you're swinging back and forth really high. So you, you just load up, you get on that swing set, you know, you go a couple times, get ready, you make sure you can get as much swing going on as you can, and then all of a sudden you reel back as far as you can, and then when you feel you're ready, you're just going to fly off that thing and try to land and stick the landing. Well, if I was sitting there on that swing set, you know, scared of, if I was scared to do it and scared to jump off, I would have never did it. But guess what I learned? I learned that when you do that, it takes a few times and you might be able to stick the landing because trust me, the first few times I landed right on my face. I learned not to jump off the swing set that like that again uh, or to be able to practice a few times before trying to impress all the, the you know, the people out there. That was a, I just looked like a moron out there trying to jump off the swing set and land around my face. That, that did not feel good. So that's a lesson learned there. Uh, I think about uh, my first time I hopped on one of those rip sticks. Have you ever, have you ever got on one of those things? Okay. I don't care if you've been skateboarding forever. I don't care what you've been doing. There's something about that rip stick. You get on that rip stick, you're moving. It's like a weird thing. Well, first of all, when you first get on there, the odds of you just moving automatically are, it's pretty low. So if you can hop on a rip stick and just go at it real fast, hey, kudos to you. But in my own experiences, what I've learned is I failed so bad at the first try, I failed so bad at the next few tries of the ripstick that it takes practice to get good at that. So eventually, yeah, I could ripstick a little bit. Now I haven't done it for so long, I probably bust my tail on the ground, okay? So you have to learn. You have to, you have to fail at doing it to kind of learn how to do it the right way. And then I think about when we first ride a bike. Everybody remembers a story of when they hopped on a bike without training wheels. Guess what? Your parents didn't, I mean, it's kind of funny if your parents did this because I think that's a good mentality. If you want to learn a bike, don't use the training wheels. Just hop on the bike without training wheels. It's just like if you want to learn how to swim, I say go hop in the deep end of the pool. Jump in the deep end. You'll learn how to swim. It doesn't matter. You, you just try it, you know. 
But uh, riding a bike, I remember I had the privilege to have training wheels. Woo, that's awesome. So I get the training wheels on my bike. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm big pimping with these, with these training wheels. No, no, bro, no. So I had the training wheels for a while. I'm riding real good. Hey, gets to that age. I don't know what age it is. We have this like weird like thing in our society. It's like you reach a certain age, and it's time for the training wheels to come off, and it's time for you to bust your butt on the ground and get a few scrapes on your elbows, your legs, or no matter what, you're getting some scrapes. So I don't know something about it. It's just that age. You got to get to get get rid of those training wheels. So I remember, scared, honestly kind of was nervous when I first got on that bike without training wheels. You've been riding with the assistance of balance for so long, and then now you have to learn how to balance on a bike. So I hop on there. I mean, I'll be honest, I think I was crying when I first tried to ride a bike without training wheels. Not not a good experience, man. I I did not think it was very fun. But eventually... It ended up working out for me because I learned how to ride it. It took a while, but guess what? I failed a few times and got back up. And through that failure, after getting back up, I was able to ride a bike without training wheels. And then I could really have the big flex, you know, down the street, uh, hanging out with the friends outside. And, yeah, that's how it was back in the day. Everybody thought you were cool if you had your bike and you're riding around and, you know, trying to pop some wheelies or ride with no hands. Yeah, that's another story about failing at something, trying to ride a bike with no hands. Yeah, try to go. You go ahead and do that. Try to look cool, and uh, yeah, you'll regret that decision later. But you will fail, and it's all right because failures through that you're gonna learn. Hey, maybe I don't need to uh, just let my hands off the steering wheel and and balance if I haven't ever done it before. So there you go. Another thing, I'm just telling y'all right now. I have so many ideas that come to mind when I think about things that I failed at. And, and that I've, I've learned from. Like, everybody has these stories. Like, you have failed at so many things in life, and you have learned from those things. Almost everything that I've failed at is actually taught me how to do the thing that I was trying to do. Like, my first time starting the dishwasher, guys. This is a funny story. So, I've always been, you know, growing up, I had to uh, do chores. Boring. Nobody likes chores. But... Starting a dishwasher was kind of a thing, you know. I'm like, yeah, I know how to start the dishwasher. I ain't going to have to hand wash those things. We got a dishwasher. Woo. Yeah. So I'm about to start the dishwasher. Well, at the time, I don't know what, I honestly don't remember how old I was. But I get in there, you know, to start the dishwasher. Never really paid attention to when uh, mom showed me how to do it. Honestly, just kind of zone that one one eye out the other eye, out the other ear. And it, it, it just passed by me. Selective hearing, selective seeing, everything. I didn't even pay attention when she tried to show me how to do that. So I go in there. You know, I think I'm going to start this dishwasher. I got all the dishes piled in there the right way, you know, not just on top of everything, kind of organized, and it's looking good, ready to put some the dishwashing detergent in there. Well, dishwashing detergent is the key word here. I didn't know, really, that you were supposed to put a certain type of uh, soap or, you know, detergent. I didn't know there was a certain, you know, type of stuff that goes in the dishwasher. So my dumb self, I uh, failed miserably at this job. Uh, this is this is hilarious. I literally grabbed the Dawn dish soap that you use that you put on the counter, you know, wash dishes by hand or do whatever whatever you do with. Well, you, I grabbed the Dawn dish soap. It's just regular soap, um, antibacterial soap, whatever it's called. And I pour that in that little tube in the dishwasher, the little circle thing you put that you're supposed to put the detergent in. And I start that bad boy up, popping in, woo, we're ready to go. It wasn't about probably five minutes later, 
that <laughs> I hear my sister, mom, everybody, everybody's going crazy that there's a freaking bubble bath going on in the kitchen. A bubble bath, guys. It was bubbles everywhere. And I, I was so, I honestly, at first I was like, oh my, this is hilarious. And I started laughing because I laugh at everything. But I realized how bad I failed at starting a dishwasher. Like, I can't even start a dishwasher. I failed so bad. But guess what? I learned how to start a dishwasher after that. You have to use, di- you have to use the, the dishwasher detergent and uh, so that you can prevent those bubbles from happening. But it definitely looked like a big old bubble bath in the kitchen. We had water bubbles everywhere on the floor. It took forever to clean up. It was not good. Not good at all. It's definitely something I learned from, though. But, again, I failed. And it was okay because I learned. Another thing I can, that comes to mind is just any kind of DIY projects. If you don't know what DIY projects are, it's do it yourself. Um, it's cheaper to you know go buy a uh, bookshelf that's in pieces and put it together. It's cheaper to buy a bike and that's already it's in a box that you have to put together. You know everything you have to buy. It's cheaper if you just have if you put it together yourself. For me, I've always been a creative person. I'm not really so into the analytical side of things. And so when I when I get something like a, a shelf or like a, a nightstand or anything like that that we got for our rooms or something growing up, I don't want to read that paper of instructions. And, and let me say this. It's not just a paper. It's like a book. They give you like a, a book, a textbook, it seems like at the time, of instructions. You got like all kinds of instructions. Step one, step two, step three, step four. I don't want to read those things. I have never wanted to read those instructions. I don't like to read that much, and I, that's something I have to work on. But listen, I don't want to read the instructions, and that's just that was my mentality, and that's kind of how I've always been. I just I want to try to put it together by just kind of looking at the pieces and how they go, and seeing what what's given, and let's see if we can get this thing together without looking at the instructions. I like to put the picture up and just look at the picture of the box and say, "Hey, that's how it goes. We're gonna make it like that." Uh, no matter how I got to rig it, we're going to make it like that. No need for instructions. But guess what? Every time I did that, every time I try to put something together, I either put it on backwards, put something where it wasn't supposed to go, broke something, and just did not, it just did not work out. Complete failure, complete, complete failure is all I got to say. There's nothing worse than when you put something together that you've been working on it for an hour or two. You're working on a bookshelf or something. You're working on a, a table, a coffee table, and you put the legs on backwards, and so the legs are shooting outwards, and it looks like somebody, like a, it looks like a toddler put it together, like they were playing Legos or something. That's how I was treating these do-it-yourself projects. So yeah, I completely failed at that, but guess what I learned? I learned you actually have to read that book of instructions or that paper. It's really not even that much. You have to read those instructions to actually put something together properly. And then if you're not going to read the instructions, at least kind of know what you're doing when you're putting something together. At least know how to uh, put, you know, this screw here and that screw there and that that bolt there. You know, I had no concept of that. But the failure helped me learn what I was supposed to do. The thing I have to say is, like, so many of us fail and we're, and we're scared to fail again. But, like, when you think about failure, if it's the fear of failure it's just something that it, when I think about it, I'm like, why are we scared to fail? Because it's like, it's not the end of the world if you fail. It's, it's actually better if you fail because you're going to learn. You're going to come out stronger from that. 
there's so many things that you know people get so caught up in they get scared to they don't even try because like if you're scared to fail at something what you're going to do is you're going to hold that off and you're not even going to attempt to do that thing you're, you're you're scared to fail if if you're trying to do something and you're scared to fail of it you're you're most likely going to just sit back you're never going to try it and, and and you know what you're not going to know what the potential could have been for what you were trying to do because you sat back and you said no I will probably fail at that. And if you if you have that mindset, you honestly that that it's going to hold you back from everything. You got to think about relationships here. You got to think about everything. If you never failed in a relationship, then and how would you know what to do to better a relationship? You have to fail in life to do better, to get stronger. Stronger, you you're going to come out stronger through failure. That's one of the biggest things. And and if you're scared to fail, just know that everybody fails at something. Everybody fails constantly. I, I probably fail at something every day, whether it's like trying to do a new task and not completing it or trying to uh, trying to find a way to not get get out of an assignment or something. Yeah, anything like that, I'll probably fail at it. It probably happens every day. You got to think about the people that we know is in the world, like famous people, like Michael Jordan, best basketball player in the world. Like that's my argument. We can do another podcast on that later if you want to try to argue with me about that. But Michael Jordan, considered he is, he's not considered, he to me he is, and everybody says this, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, yet he failed. Michael Jordan was cut from his basketball team in high school because his coach didn't think he had enough skill. Michael Jordan failed. He tried, he put all this effort into basketball and got to high school, and guess what? He got cut. That's a failure in his opinion. He's going to see that as a failure. But guess what? Now when he looks back, that failure made him, the, that failure really shaped who he is today because that failure only pushed him to go harder, to try harder, and that ultimately allowed him to put in the work to get on the grind and become the greatest player in basketball history. And I just think it's so amazing to see how that failure or any kind of failure in his life, it turned into some of his best successes, and it made him so much stronger. And then I think of uh, a businessman like Warren Buffett, who was rejected from uh, Harvard University. He's rejected from Harvard, the school he wants to go to, a school that's recognizably known across the nation as one of the best schools for business. He was rejected from Harvard, the university he wanted to go to. But guess what? That didn't stop him from achieving his goals in life. That failure made him stronger, made him reevaluate those goals in his life to become the man that he did today. And so that is just a great story, and that's just amazing to see. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing to see how your failures can turn into your biggest successes. I want to take this home with Scripture, though. I want to I kind of hone in on what the Bible has to say about this because it's so important to me in, in our faith in our walk with Christ to see how our faith kind of plays into that and how he has plans for us, how God has a plan for each and every one of us and each and every one of us has different uh, qualities, different characteristics, different purposes in life. One verse that comes to my mind is Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. It's one that a lot of people know. It's one they put on uh, signs that you put in your house. It's, it's pretty recognizable from everywhere. But Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to give you harm, plans to give you hope in a future. God says right there that he says, I have plans for you, Lord. He says, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. 
It's that hope and that future that we have to always remember. No matter what we fail at, we still have hope in a future through Christ because he has a plan for us. So it's amazing to see that in the scripture, and it's amazing to really recognize that in our lives. We have to realize that it's going to happen. And one thing I want to kind of start ending this with is that success isn't everything. Like so many people want it. Yeah, everybody wants to succeed, and that's no. there's nothing wrong with that. But success really is not the best thing in life. And that's kind of weird. You're like probably about to turn this off after I say that. But really, success isn't everything. Because if you're not happy, if you're not filled with joy, if you're not feeling good about what you're doing in life, that success does not matter. If, if you're falling out of your walk with Christ because your success is causing you to you know, be tempted by other things, your success is falling, causing you to fall into that temptation, that success is not worth it. Success is not everything. It is really not. You you can be scared to this the whole idea of being scared to fail just kind of it just still amazes me. It's like why are you scared to fail? I've gotten to the point where I'll just I just know that I'm gonna fail probably at the majority of things I do, but I know that it's gonna end up being all right. Um, fail, failure. I once heard it was said, failure inspires winners. That's one of the best things I've seen. Failure inspires winners. Because that failure only makes you want to go so much harder the next go around. Because your life, you know, you never know when it's going to end. It could be a short time. It could be a long time. But think about it. You're going to have other opportunities that come your way in this life. So your failures could inspire you to become a winner. And, and that means that you're just going to kind of push harder and try your best to do better in life. Um, so what qu- the two questions really that you have to ask yourself here as we end this thing, the two questions you have to realize is, what did I learn from that failure? Think about it. What did you learn from the failure? Think about for my case, I learned that when you start a dishwasher, you don't put regular soap in the dishwasher. That's just going to cause a bubble bath in your kitchen. Not a good idea. So I learned from that to not, do th- to not uh, put that kind of soap in the dishwasher. You have to realize, what did I learn? What am I going to be able to change? What can I do better at? And then you also have to ask yourself, how can I grow? And this is a big one because if you're not wanting to grow, if you're not wanting to set those goals, then yeah, you're, you're going to be scared to fail. You're going to, be, you're going to be always scared to fail. And that fear is going to hold you back from everything in your life. Fear is, is worse. It's so much worse than the failure. Remember that you don't have to be scared to fail. Get after it. Whatever you want to do, try it. Go ahead and get after what your goals are in life. Don't let fear hold you back because fear is much more worse than failure. Fear is worse than failure, and that's where I want to end this today. Thank you all for tuning into the podcast. This was episode three. Planning on doing some more talks. I can't wait for you all to continue to support the podcast. Go ahead and subscribe and follow this and give it, you know, share it with your friends because I know a lot of us struggle with the fear of failure. But remember, fear is worse than any failure you're going to have in life. So go get out there, get on the grind, and do some work. Let's get it. This is The Real Deal with Hear My Tape. I had to get in my bag. I had to get in no cap. I had to get in my bag.